Out a dream, cowboys. The Westworld Podcast is back from hiatus, here to talk about some Westworld news, maybe coming up in April 2020, and then some other conversations about other HBO shows, which might be interesting. <laughs> I'm James. And I'm Ryan. And this is the Westworld Podcast. So we took a little bit of a break. Uh, we did. Thanks for bearing with us, guys. We just faded into obscurity, but we back now, so... But yeah, the- it's not like there's a ton of, wa- like, you know, <laughs> Westworld stuff happening. No, if this was a weekly podcast, it would be very short. But I graduated from grad school now, Ooh. so I'm free. Yeah, oh well... Oh my god. This congratulations is in order for our pal James, a more educated man now. You know, uh, when you're doing grad school, it seems really difficult, and then when it's over, you're like, oh, this is basically just pay to win. What a humble brag. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about today, because we've been gone for a long time. James becoming an educated man. Me just hanging out. I'm hanging out, mostly. My education has stayed exactly the same, but you're like you kind of kind of nailed in the intro and teased we have an estimated westworld shooting date of april 2020 which we'll get into there are a few spicy rumors about the show westworld that cannot be good for the show uh john april Mullen. 2020 420 baby wow yeah <laughs> blaze it blaze it <laughs> f word that i will not i'm done saying I'm do- I was done 10 years ago. It's over now. And then uh, Jonah Nolan won an award, and Lisa Joy has some endeavors with Wolverine. A- not a Wolverine, but the Wolverine. And then maybe at the end we'll have some talk about Game of Thrones Season 8 because, you know, I want to talk about it. So, And uh, there's other stuff going on at HBO, which may uh, bring a change to Ryan and I. So if you're Ryan and James and HBO fans, uh, you might be excited to hear that. I'm a fan of James personally, so I'm interested. Yeah, everybody likes him. So somebody won an award? Was it me? No. It was not you. It was not me. Also, it wasn't Westworld at the Golden Globes, if if we want to just throw that one in there. Electric, yeah, rehash that again. Yeah, the Golden Globe snub part two, Electric Boogaloo occurred. Tandy Newton came away with nothing. Basically, they all came away with nothing. But Jonah Wal- Nolan did win the Visionary Award at the VES Awards, which was a thing I learned is a thing recently. It's for visual the very, The very extremely sexy awards. You know what? Forget I said visual effects. He won the Visionary Award at the Very Extremely Sexy Awards. They have them every year in Malibu on a beach, and afterwards they just go into the water and swim. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, yeah, he won. Hey, did he win for Westworld, or did yeah. he win for... Okay. Well, it's a Visionary Award. He literally said as he won it, like, oh, the Visionary Award, a.k.a. the last nail in your coffin. Yeah, they're like, uh, Jonathan Nolan, you have inspired the world to build sex robots and torture them, which is a future we can all look forward to. <laughs> We're all going to be, is Westworld real? And if not, can you stop making the show and make it real? And then Lisa Joy, the wife of Jonah Nolan, someone would say the better half. I would. She's also in the news. Right. I mean, she is getting to direct and obviously, right? The Riddle of the Sphinx, 
was amazing. Pretty much everyone in the world who saw it, I'm going to be, that's a general statement, but I'm going to stand by it. Everyone in the world who saw it really loved that episode. So it makes sense that somebody came knocking on her door and was like, hey, we would like you to make a movie. And P.S. And by the way, Wolverine's in it. What? Like Hugh Jackman? Like Hugh Jackman. That's exactly who I am talking about. I'm pretty sure they killed him off in the last movie. Uh, retroactive spoiler alert. Wow. And then I'm also sure that Hugh Jackman's like, I'm done with Wolverine now. I killed him in this movie and he's gone forever. Well, thankfully, he's not playing Wolverine in this movie. I'm just saying that I know him as the Wolverine. It's called Reminiscence. It's a sci-fi thriller. It's also starring Rebecca Ferguson. And it starts shooting in October. I think like October 17th. And that's after Westworld shoots because Westworld starts shooting in under a month on March 25th. I mean, that's very disappointing now that you had me thinking that there was going to be another Wolverine movie and now there's not going to be. So I'm pretty upset, but that's interesting. (laughs) You've uh, upset me to no end. I will never forgive you, but we can all move on. So Westworld, we're going to have more episodes of Westworld recaps and reviews starting April 2020. So we'll see you guys in 14 months for that. And there literally might be less episodes. That's the spicy rumor that's, uh, that's out there right now. It's not confirmed at all, but there's a rumor that season three will go from ten episodes to eight, and that all of the episodes will be an hour long. Most of them are an hour long already, but, you know, some of them came in at an hour twenty. The finale, I think, was an hour thirty, which is what the new Game of Thrones episodes are going to be. But ten to eight and an hour long. That's a rumor, but, you know, what do you feel about that, James? I think you and I and and everyone else basically agreed that there was some fat on season two that you could have trimmed, so this might not be the worst thing in the world. No, but also, you know, if Game of Thrones went into season three and they got two less episodes, it just wouldn't have happened, right? Like, it feels like it wouldn't have happened unless Westworld season two under-delivered in HBO's eyes. Well, So it's like one of two things, right? The HBO was like, okay, that was a lot, and not enough people watched it. Or Jonah Nolan and Lisa Joy were like, we want to make other things too, so let's make less work for ourselves. Both of those aren't great. Yeah, it doesn't bode well, but I feel like they were always talking about, you know, four seasons being a possibility and eight seasons being going for a home run. But the difference is that when we get to 2020 possibly April 2020, when season three of Westworld actually airs, it will not have Game of Thrones anymore, right? So if HBO is trying to set up Westworld as its flagship show, which it seems as though they were trying to do in season one, and now with this possible episode cut uh, and perhaps loss of confidence, they are going into season three. I I guess my question is like, how good does season three have to be for HBO to be confident that this thing can take over what Game of Thrones is? Is that even possible? Yeah, I think you make a good point, And I wonder if the course correction is already happening because they have announced a Game of Thrones prequel, which uh, is going to be coming hot on the heels of Game of Thrones like a year or two later. So it might be that they've already panicked and they're like, oh, God, no, we, uh, we can't go with Westworld. We can't do without Game of Thrones. 
Carly Ray, by the way, one of the writers on Westworld, wrote another prequel. There were like four being written, and two of which were being helped by uh, George R. R. Martin, and one of them were picked, and they weren't hers. Uh, we, you have, you have things about. I, I want to talk about Game of Thrones later. We're, we talk about Game of Thrones a lot on this Westworld podcast, but, but I want, I definitely want to talk about it later. I have so many things I want to say. But that's where things stand with Westworld. It's going to be a while. I mean, it was a while between the first two seasons, too. So uh, we are good fans, though, and we're going to wait, and we're going to be very zen, and we're not going to be demanding. No, uh, except for the fact that I want it now, okay? Right, yeah. What the fuck is their problem? What is their problem? Okay, listen to me. I'm going to channel my Stephen A. Smith right now. Do you know who Stephen A. Smith is? No. Okay, well, maybe some people out in the universe will. He's... He's angry and he's talks about sports, but this is now my Steve. This is my Stephen A. Smith about Westworld. Gee, dang it! I want it now. End of scene. Thank you. That was that was good. Very good. I've been working on I, it. I don't a understand, lot. but I thought it was nice. Yeah, I know most people won't understand. That will be a whole minute that's worth very little. Only '90s kids will get this. No, yeah, only. And then you open like a snack pack, and you're like, no, people still eat those. So we're now going to be getting into what some not necessarily Westworld related stuff. I mean, what else are we? What else are you going to get into? It didn't win anything at the award nope. show that occurred. It's shooting in less than a month, so that's cool. Like everyone's going back to Utah. That will be fun. We'll get pictures from the set. I'm sure we'll have some amazing performances we won't see for two years. That will eventually be. Uh, nominated for awards that they don't win. But, yeah, with... I kind of hope the rumor's true. I hope the season is shorter. I hope the episodes are shorter. I I don't want to take it... I I, I don't want it to seem like I lost confidence in what they're doing. I just... I think an hour-long episode is, is what this show deserves. But it will be sad when we get to a finale, right? And it's an hour long. I think... I think I'll be sad it for... Only that moment. Uh, Westworld star Jeffrey Wright is going to be in an HBO original film, OG. That's that's tangentially related to Westworld with Jeffrey Wright and HBO. I mean, I would say Bernard is the second main character in the show behind Dolores. And, and if Game of Thrones ever... I mean, if Westworld ever follows the Game of Thrones path and kills off Dolores, Bernard would be the main character. So... I'm glad that he he got some some wreck and another show. Oh, also, when Jonah Nolan was doing his VES award uh, speech, he directly thanked Dan and Dave from Game of Thrones who were in the audience, and he said, "quote uh, Thanks for setting the bar in television, then continuing to raise the fucking bar higher and higher every year. Many of us are heartbroken that you are now departing TV, but I am not one of them. Good riddance." Yeah, and we were not uh, on the air when this happened, but we should take a moment of silence to recognize that Paramount Ranch, where not just Westworld, but a ton of the other Western movies that we reviewed was filmed, that was destroyed in the great California wildfires last autumn. And to be fair, it was not the only thing that was destroyed. A, a bunch of things were destroyed. I recall watching Snapchat stories from celebrities being like, well, my house is gone. And all those other houses are gone, so everything's on fire here. 
Good day. But as far as we know, the ranch set from How the West Was Fun is still doing fine. That's up in Montana, so don't oh my worry God. about that place. Right. They 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 paid the extra bucks and they went on on that's what they get for going to the the real ranch where the Olsons were raised. So I sent a tweet or at least a DM to pretty much the entire cast last year and asked them to maybe be on the show. One of them got back right. to me, Ptolemy Slocum. He said to talk to him again before the third season or after the second season. So perhaps we will do that because it was a great time. But no one else got back to me until very recently. And it was this oh. guy named Jeffrey Scott Basham. And he oh. is in... Nope. Uh, your your excitement... Lower your expectations. Are Are they lowered? Yes. Okay, he's an uncredited character. And then he sent me... Apparently he sent me something like six months ago being like, I'm in, dude. And then he re-sent me something three days ago like, man, I really want to tell my story. So if I could be on your podcast, that'd be awesome. He double dipped. Oh, damn. He double dipped. So I don't I hope know. he's got some insider dirt, man. It just it, it, I, listen. If he's listening right now, no, no, nothing against him. It just felt a little desperate. <laughs> no, man. I think you should interview him for sure, dude. I, this could be breaking news. Well, hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast. And although maybe oh, that would be spicy if the first thing he gets on is like. Hey, desperate? <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a a, a good idea to me. Uh, n- now that we've gotten Westworld out of the way, I'll start with the Game of Thrones stuff that's not spoiler, that's not full of spoilers. Did you not see Not full of spoilers. Yeah, that's what this ep- Yeah, uh oh, we should do a like a segment, like a Game of Thrones not not full of spoilers and then a Game of Thrones spoilers segment. What should the music be for the Game of Thrones? Not full of spoilers segment. You don't have to worry about this segment because there's no spoilers. <laughs> this week on no spoilers. Okay. <laughs> um. So they offered George R. R. Martin a cameo in the last season of Game of Thrones, but he turned it down, James. Ooh. Do you know why? Why? Well, his reason was that he was busy working on the winds of winter and he thinks he should have just keep rolling on that and not take time to go to Belfast and do the cameo. But here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, uh-huh. here's the thing. He had a cameo in the pilot that was cut. So he has no cameo in Game of Thrones. None. Zero cameo. Uh, and and it felt like his answer was like very PR PR-esque. Do you think that? Yeah, I think, and maybe this is a conspiracy theory, I'm pretty sure George R. R. Martin has checked out of the show and does not like the show anymore. He says, like, oh, I'm too busy to watch Game of Thrones anymore. Ooh. But he still live tweets the show Vikings. So <laughs> he's, he's, apparently he's not that busy. <laughs> he's not incredibly busy. He has enough time to really get into... what? What is that... What is that on USA or something? Yeah, I, I've never seen that show. I hear it's all right. Listen, I'm sure it's fine, but it's not what a lot of people consider to be the best show on television, Game of Thrones. Although, if you're George R. R. Martin, and an immense amount of things have been changed. Although they're always they're getting they're gonna spoil his, the end of his book. I think he's mad about that. 
you know, it's hard to say, but I'm also not like a huge fan of Game of Thrones seasons five through seven. I think there was a big dip in quality. You and I have argued about that in the past. Uh, it's just a personal opinion. I, I, he, I know especially him and his editor were talking shit. They really don't like the way that Loris Tyrell is portrayed in the show because in the books, he's like the next Jamie Lannister. He's like really skilled and really strong and really heroic. But in the show, he's just kind of, he starts out that way in seasons one, two, and three. And then they just kind of turn him into a gay caricature. And I know that they did not like that, especially. That one is weird because there are a bunch of characters from the books to the television show that are very, very different. And there are also a bunch of characters that die when they're still alive in the books. It's like stuff like that. But that one, it makes more sense for him to be mad about because he was like, you were doing it right for three seasons. What happened? Why, Why didn't you just finish this one off? That was great. That's that sounds gross. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of the changes that they made were kind of. Uh, not for the better they kind of made them to like expedite the story in a lot of cases and i've i've felt for a long time that uh was it benny was and i'm fucking their names up b and d whatever their names are the two showrunners of game of thrones dan and dave they i think they're also checked out of the show and they're ready to cash like the hollywood checks that are going to come out of them as soon as game of thrones is over and that's why they rushed a conclusion so you have very low expectations from season eight, it sounds like. Yeah, but that's a good thing because if it's if it's if it's anywhere as good as the first four seasons, then I'll be extremely surprised and satisfied. Again, it's going to be six episodes, an hour and a half ish each. I'm just sad. I'm sad that George R. R. Martin will never have a cameo in the show because when we we're watching it live, but there will be people who buy these DVDs dvds 10 to 30 amount of years from now and they will you know when you watch lord of the rings even the normal edition not even the extended edition you see peter jackson in uh the third movie and you're like oh look he's a fun pirate who dies and gets hit by a bow a bow and arrow legolas murders peter jackson that's just a little i like easter eggs and this is one that was taken from me and his reason was like i don't know i gotta Focus on the book that... Yeah, I got, I got this book I gotta write. Plus, I'm already doing this cameo on Vikings. Yeah, I have to live tweet <laughs> Vikings. This is just out of... This is out of my schedule, so sorry. But, right, like... he He's... Writing his book is not a good enough... It's not a good enough reason... So the good the good thing about computers is that you can you can get a laptop and you can write that book anywhere. Right, when you get to Belfast, you can... I, you know, I, I get from like a a like a troubled writing perspective it's like no i i can only write when i'm in my den and i'm around all of my wolves but i can't write in a hotel in belfast on a laptop he's he's very picky i'm assuming that's i'm now speaking for george rr R. martin so should we talk about game of thrones spoilers now okay yes absolutely and but this is a new segment it needs new music james you must run away from this segment because it's got spoilers. Except if you don't want to, if you if you want to stay with us and and keep hanging out, then do it. Then nah, we nailed it. You ruined my song. <laughs>
Oh, man. Okay, so the Crips. Straight up, the Crips. Let's get into it. What's uh, so the the main the the cool the cool one that I really like the little theory that is going around at the moment is that the Night King will be dead by episode three and it's it's not even like a big part of it there it'll be he'll be dead and they'll figure out they'll be in the crypts and they'll do their crypt thing and then it will be and then they'll move on have you heard this what are your feelings. Yeah, that that sounds really interesting. Me talking about that trailer with where they're in the crypts and you know, they hear Ned's voice and they hear Cat's voice. Uh, it just kind of made me feel bad that like, so like in season seven, they 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 bring up Ned Stark a lot. They're like, oh, everything our dad sacrificed and he lost his life trying to protect our family. In season seven, they never bring up Cat and how she also lost her life trying to save the family, and they never bring up their oldest brother, Rob, who also died trying to save their family, and then, you know, I thought in the crypts, like, oh, they'll give Rob a line. Finally, they'll talk about Rob, but no, they didn't. No, they, they skipped, I get Cat a little <laughs> They didn't more. even look at his statue in the crypt, they're like, nah, whatever, bro. Well, they had to, they, they had to cut around it, it had, it, the trailer could only be so long, James, to, and Cat, she turns into a whole other character in the book, it's one of the characters that's not there. Uh, what's her? What's her? What's her? What's her face? What's her name? Yeah, Lady Stoneheart. I know you. You. You told me in the past you're waiting for the show to be over and then you're gonna uh, check out the books. That's correct. And I, I'm holding out that in the future when I'm when I'm an old ass man and probably don't care anymore that they'll have like a song and ice of a song of ice and fire the animated series and maybe they'll just do like scene by scene what's in the books. That would be tight. There's this great video of all of the council meetings in game of thrones and you can tell the the first one where the dialogue is not based off of the book it's so apparent where like they're so so good and tywin lannister is just murdering it and, and charles dance is murdering it and then one time it's like oh this is weird now yeah, and Tyrion's sitting with uh, Miss Sandy in Grey Room. He's like, let's drink and play games, you guys. <laughs> Dan and Dave at it again with the amazing dialogue. Uh... Listen, I want it to be good so bad, man. I think, yeah, also, I think they're going to have uh, a heroic fight against um, the others. And in the end, you know, they'll lose a lot, but they'll triumph. And then the real conflict will be like... Cersei and the Golden Company versus, like, whatever army is left to Daenerys. So, the YouTube channel Alt-Shift-X has proposed the theory that, or I'm sure a lot more people than him have, but it's where I heard it, that Jaime will kill, be another queen slayer, king slayer, and kill Cersei in the throne room as it burns down. Do you think that is plausible? Yeah, that's a possibility. Also, I I feel like there's a good chance Daenerys might go crazy, like her dad went crazy. We all seem to forget that, like, she's also a product of incest, the same way that Joffrey was, and the same way the Mad King was, so she could also go nuts. So, I mean, it stands to reason that if John and Daenerys both make it to the end, I would be surprised, wouldn't you? Yeah, we'll, we'll, obviously, I think they're going to go for whatever is the most comforting ending to the fans, because that's what they've been doing since the beginning of season seven. They're like, what do the fans love? We'll just do it that way. 
Do you think that's why George R.R. R. Martin's mad? Because uh, the original plan, I thought, was that they were changing stuff in the middle, but they were still going towards the exact same ending, or at least like the person on the Iron Throne, if the Iron Throne exists at the end of it, will be the same as in the books. That was my understanding before, but could that be different now? Yeah, who knows? And, and you know, George R. R. Martin hasn't even finished the second-to-last book, so I, I, I don't know necessarily that the ending is written in stone in his mind anyway. And if he doesn't like the show anymore, and I was him, and I was trying to be vindictive, I would change it, right? No, or, or just tell him a bad ending. <laughs> like, uh, they're like, all right, George, we're writing the last season here. He's like, okay, so in the end... uh you know, uh, John and Daenerys get married, and they have beautiful kids, and it's a wonderful ending, and they make Tyrion president of Westeros, and everyone lives happily ever after. And Cersei and Jaime are the godmother and godfather of the baby. They've come around completely, uh, although, you know, they are now in a in a three-way relationship between them and Brienne of Tarth. They're all very happy. The only person who's not happy is Tormund Giantsbane, although he has gone back north of the wall. Well, there is no wall, and he he took the wall down with his own bare hands, and that's the end. That's my bad ending. Tormund just slowly but surely, one brick at a time, taking the wall down with his hands. So speaking of creators who do not like the adaptations of their work... The next HBO original show, which I am really excited for, is coming up soon, and it's a adaptation of Alan Moore's 1985 graphic novel, The Watchmen. Now, The Watchmen, I, again, like Game of Thrones, have not read anything based on The Watchmen. I saw the movie, I thought it was very long, but I did like it. Yeah, you're, he's talking about the Zack Snyder film, which I believe is, what, 2009? I could be wrong on that. But I really liked that movie, too. Uh, who You know, who didn't like it is Alan Moore, who uh, is a renowned comic book writer, but basically hates all the adaptations. Uh, back when he was poor, he sold the rights to uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and Watchmen and V for Vendetta. Okay, and so let's go hell. one by one there. Let's go one by one. Yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Now, people Piece give that... Piece of shit, but I still like it. Yeah, exactly. That's the exact way I feel about it. I It's awful movie, but I will watch that movie. Oh, If you put it on right now, I'll be like, oh, I, I gotta go. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's on. What was the next uh, one? Then he, Vendetta. he didn't like that one? I, 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 I liked it. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I do, I do not like the graphic novel V for Vendetta very Ooh, much. Shots fired. I, I do, I and I do like the movie, so I'm gonna I'm gonna part with him on that one. Well, you're parted. He's you've been parted. If he's listening, he'll be outraged. And I have not I have not read From Hell, and I saw the Johnny Depp movie From Hell a long time ago. It's about Jack the Ripper. I don't remember anything about it. I know nothing about that. Like zero percent. And then Zack Snyder's The Watchmen. It's pretty good. There's, you know, there's some Zack Snydery like bullet time shit that you could cut out, and there's some exposition dump lines that are totally unnecessary. Um, but other than that, you know, it's it's a pretty faithful adaptation. They changed the ending around, but other than that, you know, some a lot of the scenes in that movie are just cut straight from the pages of the comic book. Alan Moore has said he will never watch it. I think he should watch it and give it a right. fair shake because it's pretty good. It's better than League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. 
it's like when Dan Harmon came back to community. Like he didn't want to watch the two seasons that they made without him, but he's like, I I'm making the new one. I I should have a context for what I'm doing. Anyway, does this infer that the HBO show does it is Alan Moore involved or or, or no, certainly not. No, no, certainly he's not yet. <laughs> okay, so he's not involved and his expectation is for it to be another version of his work that he hates. And will never watch. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess your expectations for this adaptation are better. Who's making this thing? This is HBO. I don't really know who's behind it. Um, all we've seen is a very short teaser. I haven't even looked into the cast or anything, but I was thinking we could do all that in a future episode when we launch the Watchmen podcast. Oh, that's a te- that's a good tease right there. Yeah. The Watchmen podcast. We'll have to figure out another. Do you think that we should do it? What would the the thing I say at the beginning? Maybe we'll have to think of a new beginning. But if it's the Watchmen, it's like you're in here with me. Welcome to the Watchmen podcast. Yeah. Howdy, dream superheroes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact one I'll say every time. And I'll pretend more and more like I just keep getting it wrong. I, I can't get I can't get anything right. The Watchmen podcast. Just Googling around. Give you guys some uh, inside baseball here. I've already located uh, two Watchmen podcasts. There's Under the Hood, um, which is a Good Egg podcast. Good Egg is like a C-tier podcast network. Not that we can talk. No, shots fired, but yes. (laughs) And then there's the... uh, the Watchmen, watching the Watchmen podcast, which I have located on Twitter. They have one episode out, and you know they've only got eleven followers, and we have much more followers than them. So, wow. uh, I think if we get out in front of this early, we could maybe you know launch a pretty good Watchmen podcast right before the show drops. And if our listeners would come with us on this journey, uh, it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, come watch it. You, uh, I like how much spice was in what you just said. You were you were you were shooting bullets all over the place. The uh, but yes, the Watchmen podcast. It, we have a long time until Westworld. Okay, we get, we got to do something. And I said to James, "Why don't we just watch How the West Was Fun thirty more times, and then in the fifteenth time we watch Tall Tale, but then we go straight back to How the West Was Fun." He flew from Japan, slapped me in the face, flew back, and said. We're not going to do that. So it was elaborate. But that I, would be I, I a very it. avant-garde Dadaist thing to do to just review how the West was fun again and again and again. Yeah, that and would it, be pretty sweet. And every podcast gets longer somehow. So yeah, I hope uh, I, you know I'm a big fan of Watchmen, and I, I hope uh, our listeners would, this is something that would be interesting to them. And uh, I would like to. Get out in front of this, and maybe we could have the first hit Watchmen podcast. This is a, a great fit for me because I'm a huge Watchmen fan. It's sort of like how when we came into Westworld, you were a pretty big Michael Crichton fan. Jurassic Park, baby. Well, and the West Wing. And Jurassic Park, baby. Michael <laughs> Crichton in the West Wing? What no, ta- no. What are you talking about? about right? I'm confused. You're, ER, ER was his show. You're, that was Aaron Sorkin, buddy. Aaron Sorkin, right? Aaron Sorkin's got. Uh, not only is there whispering that he's going to bring back the West Wing, this whispering he's going to bring back Newsroom. Listen, oh well, I, I don't know about I don't know about Newsroom, but I will say 
the best season or the best seasons of the West Wing were one through four, and they were coke-fueled romps, and they were written by Aaron Sorkin while he was very high. So let's see a sober West Wing from you, Aaron. Let's see how that goes. So yeah, Watchmen does not even have a release date sometime 2019, but hey, that's closer than April literally, 2020. Literally sooner. How is it sooner? <laughs> yeah, right. The, uh, vague tw- 2019 release date still coming before 2020 uh, at some point. So look for that, guys. We are going to be launching our Watchmen podcast, which probably will not have a clever name. It'll probably just be the Watchmen podcast. I mean, under best the best circumstances, it will be called the Watchmen podcast. And then it will be once again destined to have a podcast that is more popular than it with an incredibly similar name. Yeah, and there's a very interesting cast and there's an interesting teaser. And we are all going to talk about that in future upcoming episodes. Wow. What a tease. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us when we're back from hiatus. Um, if you're just listening, that means a lot to us. If you want to go the extra mile, you can like us on Facebook. You can give us a review on a Apple podcast app that helps other people find the show. You can follow us on Twitter at Westworld Ryan, and you can follow us on SoundCloud, the Westworld podcast. If you want to go the extra mile, you know, this is a labor of love for Ryan and I. We undertake all of the financial burden ourselves. If you want to help offset that, you can kick us a little bit of money on Patreon. And by the way, for all the patrons that are still around, uh, one, why? Two, thank you so much. Yeah, you're pretty cool. You're pretty cool. (laughs) We have given you nothing for a a long time and you're still around. John Jers, Major Woody, and Craig. Uh, Honestly, and thank also to Bachman and Carol Andreas and Richard Hunter. Y'all aren't patrons anymore, but at some point you gave us money. And that's insane. All right, so join us next sometime for the Watchmen podcast <laughs> or the Westworld. If there's if there's huge Westworld news, you know, we'll talk about yeah. Westworld on it. The moment there's a picture of Aaron Paul taken on the set of Westworld, I want to talk about. Is that Hopefully happening? He, yeah, Aaron Paul is in season three of. Westworld. Oh yeah, that's right. We talked about that a long time. That's pretty we cool. Did. Look at that. That's a nice that's a nice little tidbit of a little fact at the end there. That's a little factoid. I missed this, James. I'm so glad we got to do this. Yeah, and thank you all for joining us, and we will see you again soon. I'm James. And I'm Ryan, and this is the Westworld Podcast.